the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, it's Crystal from 104.1 The Fish, and I am so excited to be back with you for another episode of Life Inspired. I know you're going to enjoy this one. Today, I have Eric G. from Around the House with Eric G., your DIY and contractor talk show and podcast host. He's been doing this for 30-plus years kitchen remodels to lawn anything basically eric g we're so delighted to have you and i understand some changes are about to happen with you thanks crystal yeah we've (laughs) got some big changes coming up which you're hearing it here first okay so i'm gonna be adding a new co-host to around the house with eric g so we're on our 33rd season of around the house Mm -hmm. now i'm the fourth host but we're adding a co-host now so I'm adding Caroline Blazowski, known as across the country as America's healthy home expert. She'll be coming on the show every week. Uh, you know, the first hour, we're going to be talking home improvement, maybe healthy homes, maybe designing a project, maybe outdoor living. And then hour number two, we're going to still do those riveting interviews with name brand people out there in home improvement, construction, design, remodeling. So, you know, I just bought a house. Oh, yeah. And I had to call Eric G because he is the best in this area and around the country. I mean, let's just face it. You know, you've got it going on. And one of the things that I really was concerned about when I came to Portland, I didn't realize it, was that a lot of folks don't have air conditioning. It's crazy. I can't believe that. But you know what? Temperatures are changing and it's getting hotter in the Pacific Northwest. What do you do for the summer months to kind of keep the house cool? So as of three weeks ago, I didn't have air conditioning in my house either. What? We just got to put it. (laughs) So I had a couple of those portable ones, which were the absolute worst on my electricity bill because I knew I was going to have to put a new system. My old heating system was central air. It was 1993. It should have been changed out 20 years ago, but I hadn't been. So I just put in top shelf heating and cooling system on there and through the 100 degree heat, I could keep the house at 68 and it's beautiful and talk about take the stress out of my life at home because I grew up in the desert in eastern Washington where we always had AC because we'd get these 105, 110 degree days. So not having it, oh man, it It, just is brutal. What do you do if you don't have it? How can you cool your house this summer? You know, getting those window or, you know, the portable air conditioning is Mm going to help because I'll be honest, if it's 105 out, there's not a trick that's going to just fix that. Exactly. You know, you can keep it from getting too stuffy in there. So really, you need to kind of work on a plan to get to (laughs) air conditioning, especially when, you know, it's just getting hotter. It It is. is, You know, and if you think about it, we're not going to get into all the politics of this, but even if you look at a city like Portland. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're taking down more farmland to build more houses. We add more pavement. We're trading out those cool forest and, and surfaces for things that like to grab a hold of heat. So That's right. you get into a bigger city, the bigger the city gets, the hotter it gets. It's just its own little microclimate. And the more we build houses, the more we're doing that. So naturally, 
no matter what you want to think about anything else out there, mm-hmm. we're still going to be getting bigger, which means we're still going to be getting hotter no matter what we do. Yeah, it's true. And I know a lot of people are concerned, especially in Portland, in the Northwest. We love our trees and we're very eco-friendly. And I know that global warming is something that people are concerned about. But with technology, they're even coming up with better ways to cool houses. Oh, yeah. My yeah. system that I put in, it's this cool, and I mentioned the brand because it matters. It's a variable speed that's called Carrier Infinity. So there's 147 different fan speeds. Wow. So you it only puts out the amount that it needs to go. Mm-hmm. This is that new technology. It's going to save me a ton on my heating and cooling bills. That's where that comes from. And what's cool is it's so smart that when you turn it on for the first time, it senses your system and how big your house is. And it adjusts itself for that. I love that. Did I you mean, say carrier? Get yeah. excited. Well, that's what you got in your <laughs> home, so too. I got in my <laughs> house, too. <laughs> so it's that same kind of thing. So it's it's going to save me a ton on my energy bills. Uh, when it comes to heating, I love saving energy because, I mean, wh- who doesn't, right? Right. And saving money. money. Yeah, saving money, there saving energy. It's all good. Well, listen, with the heat comes the thought of going... Uh, somewhere and with COVID-19 you know we're getting to the tail end of that people are getting vaccinated people are wanting to travel as a matter of fact more and more people are traveling this month than ever before in the last year and a half summer safety how to protect your home during that time the home security for summer travel what is your advice for that this is where I lean on smart home technology okay because you can sit there and put all the cameras in the world but they're not going to prevent anything from happening you're just going to have it on film there you, go. you know, and that's what that is. But really, you want to make your home always look like someone's home. So if you've put on smart light switches, if you've got all those things going on, you can program it on your phone. You could be out of the country for a week, but all of a sudden the lights are coming on at the same time of night. If someone's out case in the neighborhood, they don't want to walk in on somebody. They want to catch it. And many times we see in the Portland area here in our metropolitan area, most of the burglaries still happen during the day. I want you to see what's going on. So cameras are great. It's good. And some of these you can talk back. There's some great systems out there. But I also want to see the electronic door locks because those are great because you can have it notify you when somebody unlocks a door or tries to break in. Like my garage door opener at my house, if someone tries to pry up on the garage door when it's locked, it pushes down on the garage door thinking to try to push that thief away. So it'll actually push back because it senses someone trying to break in. So those are some of those things that you can do. Of course, you know, great locks, great stuff like that. But really, you're trying to just deter them coming down. Some of that's landscaping. Okay. Make sure that when you walk up to the front door, you don't have big bushes where somebody could hide by the door. If there's a place for them to just jump off on the side and hide, if they see a car coming down the street, make sure that that front door is a very open view If someone could hide when you pull up to your front door within 15 or 20 feet of that, I would redesign that a little bit because you don't want somebody hiding out there trying to get into your house if you're pulling in the driveway. That is excellent advice. Now you're making me rethink the potted plants I was going to have in the front of my doors. Just make them skinny. Just make them (laughs) skinny spirals. Okay, that works for sure. Okay, so I just bought a house and you were so kind. You helped me. You know, not everybody has an Eric G, but (laughs) (laughs) now you do through the podcast. Get excited. But um, what are some things that you want to look for when you are trying to find someone to help you with remodel or whatever? Here's the thing. Make sure no matter what that they're licensed, bonded, insured. 
In Washington, you can look on the government site there. In Oregon here, you look at the CCB site. You can call, if you're an Oregon resident, you can call up the construction uh, contractors board down there and say, I'm looking at this customer. I'm the customer looking at this contractor. What's their history? Mm. They will tell you on the phone, oh, this person's been... Yeah, they've had four fines from us, but they'll go, ah, but they've been in business for 35 years, so that's not unusual. They'll give you the history. The problem is if you don't hire someone that is licensed, bonded, insured, you're now their employer. So if they're up there cleaning the gutters and they fall off and they get paralyzed, you're their employer. You're responsible. You're paying for that ambulance trip and maybe their disability. So wow. you are now their person, you are personally responsible for them. So if you're hiring off one of these crazy apps that you see out there now where you can hire all these people, Mm-mm. if they're not licensed, bonded, insured, you are personally responsible for them. So make sure you've got that covered. There's places that I don't go to to find, uh, like the BBB, those guys. It's very easy to buy a good rating, so you don't want to go with those. Okay. Look at the state. They will be able to help you with that. The state sites. Okay. Yep. Does that also include landscape people? Landscape has their own thing, too, here. In, at least in Oregon, they have their own landscape board for that as well. So all the landscape guys are licensed. So anybody you're hiring at your house, if they're doing something dangerous, you need to make sure you need to make sure they've got that license, bond, and insurance, because okay. that way you're license, covered. License, bond, and insurance. I'm writing it down. You Get got excited. it. Okay. A lot of women are getting in on this remodel thing. It's not just guys now. Oh, no. What, <laughs> what is the one thing that you would say in 2021 that has become so popular and you're going to see more of that maybe we take for granted or maybe we don't think about the latest thing? You're seeing more women get into the trades right now. You're seeing more women become licensed plumbers and oh, electricians. Wow. Okay. Because you know why? They can go off and go off to a trade school or joining union, and in a handful of years where they would normally be going to college, they now have no college debt. They've been right. making great money all the way through there. Wow. And then in a couple of years, they're making more money as an electrician or plumber than they would have been a school teacher. So true. Oh my gosh, Eric, that's like a whole another podcast in and of itself. The other industry that I've found just by becoming a new homeowner here in mm-hmm. Portland is landscaping. Landscaping is like was the hardest thing for me to find this year. As a matter of fact, this week is the first week that they're actually going to be coming out of my house. And I've had the house now for at least two months. Yeah. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. And that's another trade. probably. Yeah, it is. And you're seeing the the backlog on materials. I was just um, I'm part of a lot of different social media groups. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of the insider groups where it's all within the trades. And I'm seeing, uh, for instance, one brand of cabinetry, they're out 29 weeks if mm. you were to order cabinets. Yeah. You're seeing this stuff. If you want to buy a hot tub, that hot tub is two years out before it gets delivered for some of these. You're kidding. You want to order that brand new hot tub? It's I've got a buddy that's his showing up in November of 2022. No way. And he ordered it months ago. Oh, my goodness. Obviously, these are like the top brands, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, top brands, yeah. but still, you know. But hardware, houseware, that kind of stuff, that's out at least two months for me. And I just, oh, yeah. I, you know, I also discovered that lumber is just rising. The cost of lumber is, is rising. Let's talk about that for a minute, because that's been a huge thing. So if you look at the lumber commodities market, and this is not financial advice, so don't take it that I'm not your financial planner and I'm not, <laughs> this is not stock advice. So I'm going to give you that right now. But the, it's a commodities market. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at two by fours and plywood and things like that, yep. you see in building, 
a year ago, if I walked into a home center, I could have bought for 10, 11 bucks a sheet of 716 OSB. It's that chipboard stuff they right, put on right. roofs. Last time I looked earlier this week, it was at $66 a yep. sheet. Now, if you look at Lumber Futures prices, that has now dropped down 50% to where it was two months ago. So we're starting to see that correction. What do you think was the cause in the first place for the rise? We've got a bunch of different things going on. First yeah. off, we had COVID, which which slowed the mills down. For sure. Uh, people were saying it was tariffs with Canada. No, because Canada has a worse lumber shortage than we do. Wow. And so people are like, open up the border to Canada. I'm like, um, my Canadian friends want to open up the border because they think we're going to send them lumber. That tells me that that, that ain't going to fix it when you're both on either side of the fence going, hey, send me your stuff, and we're all expecting it. So that's mm. not it really at all. But we're also been shipping a lot of lumber overseas, too. So we've been shipping, exporting a ton of lumber out wow. there. But people are looking at it. I mean, we've got um, the deficit in homes across the country right now that still have to be built. We have a deficit, I heard of about 5 million single-family homes out there that there's people that want to buy that we don't have houses for. That's true. And right now, with nobody learning the trades, I mean, we're losing more more contractors now than we're gaining. Wow. So we, you know, there's a lot of schools out there that, um, I mean, I live here in Lake Oswego, and... Those in the at the high school that my daughter went to, I remember walking through going, oh, this is your new computer lab. That's awesome. Oh, that used to be the auto shop. That used to be oh, the wood no. shop. So there's a lot of schools yeah. out there that have taken those trades out there. And then, you know, they're really pushing kids into college. Well, and that's why we're going to see now you're going to have all these contractors out there making six figures because the demand is so big. Exactly. And it's making homes more expensive. For sure. Okay. Latest technology. If there was something that you wanted to do to improve your home, maybe for resale value, or what is the latest home feature that you would recommend? So the two things, if you want to add value back to your home, is going to be curb curb appeal and insulation. Okay. Insulation always pays for itself because insulation is fairly inexpensive. If you don't have enough in your house, adding more insulation is one of those things that you get instant benefit from. But curb appeal, when you're looking at the front of the house, that new front door, the paint, the siding, the the garage door, all those things, that front landscaping pays off. You know, the the, the swimming pool, those kind of things don't usually give you the money back. You'll right. get 60, 70, maybe 80 cents on the dollar on those things. Home technology-wise, one of my favorite things out there is called Ting, T-I-N-G. You plug this into the wall, and it uses this whole artificial intelligence thing, it will sense an electrical short in your house before it happens. Wow. It will basically prevent an electrical fire from happening in your home. It will notify you before you have a problem. And I tell you what, it is cool. If you get a little short, like in the back of an outlet or something like that, it will warn you. And if you don't pay attention to it, somebody from them will call you or text you and tell you you've got an electrical problem. And then even comes with a $1,000 uh, deductible, $1,000 free electrician to come out because they want to figure out what sound that that thing made off to sense it. So they want to figure out what it is so they can help better identify it. And so they'll wow. even send somebody out to fix it for you. Okay. I need to add that to my list of things. For and it just my plugs house. in. It looks like a little like Wi-Fi center. just plugs into any outlet in your home. Is it expensive? No, nah, it's a few hundred bucks. Oh, okay. Okay. But if I can prevent an electrical fire in my exactly. house, exactly, that's cheap insurance. My deductible will be more than that. Now, is that, do you just need one for the entire house? Yep. Measures wow. it all the way up to the all the way up to the light pole. So wow. you go all the way up to the power pole. Oh my goodness. Okay. 
So sewer lines. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was told that I had what's called a root encroachment. Yep. Does that sound right? Yep. In my sewer line. And that was just after doing a home inspection. Yep. Um, and I had I paid to get an extra one for that. Um, is that something that is absolutely necessary to get taken care of immediately, or is that something that could wait a little bit? Well, even if they go in and clean that out, they get mm-hmm. in there and they rotor root that thing out and, and send it down there and clean it up, those roots are still going to grow back in there. Yeah. So you still at some point need to deal with that. And the problem is, is that you won't, you'll forget about it. Yeah. It's going to be good, 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 good. Why isn't the toilet flushing? Exactly. Why is the bathtub filling up with stuff that I don't want filling up with? Ah. That's where it's going to get backed up at some point, and there you go. So it's one of those things that you can, you know, get it fixed. Get yeah, it done. You know, I mean, you're on a little bit of a hill there, so you got You want to kind of get that taken care of. <laughs> okay. After the landscaping or before? Well, before, because you're going to be <laughs> you're going to be digging something up up there, right? So if it's For on sure. the front hill, you don't want to right. pay to have all that landscaping. Good. You're like, oh, the front yard looks beautiful. Oh, uh, and then the goodness. guy shows up at the backhoe, and you're like, no, wait a minute. Okay. I so gotcha. I don't want to see you doing it twice. Okay. All right. Fine. Okay. We're going to get that done. Okay. <laughs> okay. One more thing, and I hope I'm not... Oh, I think we're good on time. Yeah, we're good on time. So I understand that, and I don't understand... Yeah, I do understand it, but I don't at the same time. Televisions in a shower. Like mine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that trend come from, and is do you see more and more of that happening? Yeah, smart homes are taking over the world, right? Yeah. I mean, it is. You know, in my house, I put in this to to help get you guys up to speed, and you see it on my social media. But I've got uh, it's made by Thermosol. It is a steam shower, so it's got steam aromatherapy, chromatherapy. Wow. Um, I'm not a big fan of the aromatherapy stuff because a lot of those things I don't want in my lungs. You know, and so you think about it when you go into a shower and you put a bunch of stuff in there for the aromatherapy, you have just opened your lungs up with the steam. So I'm not a fan of that. Okay. You know, but I do like the lights, the chromatherapy and everything else in there. So I can go in there, listen to the radio. I can do, you know, listen to apps. I could turn on the steam shower and watch Netflix and chill. You know, I can do whatever I want in there, but it's kind of, it's, it's funny. So Julie, my wife, she was like, I don't think we really need this. She's in and here now all she's, the time. Yeah, right? I walked in the other day and she was already ready. She had just finished her makeup on. She's sitting there watching the British Baking Show oh, on the TV. And the goodness. water wasn't running, but the, right, the right. TV it's was there. going. And she's sitting there watching it. And I'm like, uh-oh, there goes the water bill. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But it's cool. You know, you can sit there. What I like about it is that there's no valves. That mm-hmm. you, It's just a touch screen. But what's cool is you can set it to what you have. So I have my settings. She has hers. So I can go in and hit the eric g side of things and then i just hit on and it's the exact temperature this pressure everything's dialed in perfectly and there's just a memory for it oh wow well if you're thinking about doing any type of home improvements and a tv is one of those things that you'd like in your shower um i'll be honest i'm a little envious i'm just gonna say it okay (laughs) but i don't know if you can do that in my shower oh yeah but it's good now we're talking remodeling project (laughs) I, I honestly, exactly. I think that shower has, I got about 60 feet of pipe in that shower. Oh, wow. Just for that thing to fit in there. So it's it's a little crazy. That's a lot. But if you want to do a home improvement, what's the best time of the year? Because right now I would think that the summertime, you guys are really, really busy. But is there a better time to do it? Yeah, right now I'd say hold off on a lot of the stuff right now if you can. Um, okay. I wouldn't want to build a house right now. I wouldn't want to do that because... 
things are still too expensive yeah. and you have these material shortages that are absolutely horrible from trying to get dishwashers you know there's waiting lists True. on dishwashers you're yeah. you're not getting you know delta brizo which is a huge brand out there turned around and said okay we're only making our top handful of of faucets all these other ones we're going to back order yeah so they went down and cut their brand size down to like 20 percent just because they were that far behind on production i never thought i'd say this on a podcast but toilets <laughs> the ones oh, yeah. that i want <laughs> sold out yeah so i have to wait two months to get it yeah my yeah. favorite toilets uh are not something you're gonna buy at the home center it's toto or Toto. DXV. Both of those are nice. Uh, okay. Toto is the largest manufacturer of toilets out there. Uh, they are larger than Kohler than American Standard combined. Wow. So they are, they're the ones that you don't have to worry about ever calling the plumber to unplug. Wow. You're not going to, you're just not going to plug those things up. It just, uh, you can basically, if you get one of those toilets, you can get down to a one gallon flush and throw your plunger away. Doesn't matter. It's not going to plug up on you. I need to look into that. Yep. <laughs> but they're probably out of stock, too, right yeah, now. They're, they're, they, they sell enough of them, and since they're a Japanese worldwide company, right. they crank a lot of those out. Cool. So they haven't had as many issues as other people have. But Well, Eric, we can't leave on toilets, okay? No. So- <laughs> okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you some tips here real quick. If you've got an air conditioning system, what you can do to keep this working good in this heat right now. Perfect. So what, what first thing I want you to do, when was the last time you changed your filter? Needs to be changed. Needs to be changed. Yes. So that's the first thing. Say Many of those year. freeze-ups happen yeah. that you got to get that thing changed because that airflow is key. If you don't get enough airflow, you'll get ice and it'll start you, it'll start freezing up and it's not working good. Two, make sure that every year you got somebody coming out looking at that thing and make sure you got service on it. Okay. Have that service called on. It's like a tune-up on your car. Get it done. Okay. That's going to save you problems down the road. If you got them out there every year, they're going to see and go, hey, that little part right there is about ready to fail. And then when it's 112 degrees outside, it won't fail on you. Exactly. Because you stayed on top of it. And it's a lot cheaper to pay them to come out there on a regular thing than, hey, my house is 95 degrees inside and you're paying for Sunday evening service out there with the, you know, with the, with the double time type of, you know, fees on that. So make sure you do that. Okay. And then just watch your, you know, use the environment. There's some of these nights, it could be 65 degrees up. If your AC is having a hard time keeping up, get up in the morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, open those windows up, turn the vent fans on, get that cool air inside and capture it. Okay. And then once they want, pay attention to your outside temperature. Once you get up and, you know, it starts warming up, close it up, keep the blinds down and try to move as much air as you can within the house to, to do that. But Keeping those, keeping that AC working smooth and Excellent. keeping it clean is good. Eric G, you can come back anytime. Oh, Eric, real quick, where can people go to find out more tips from you? Website, really easy, aroundthehouseonline.com and then Facebook there as well. But aroundthehouseonline.com will get you right there. Perfect. It's Crystal and Eric G from Around the House here on Life Inspired. Thanks for joining us.